darkness the people. But the Lord will arise upon you and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together. They come to you. Hmm. Your sons shall come from far away and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. I want to talk this morning from what I have decided to call black people must rise and shine because our light has come. Amen. You may be seated. <laughs> black people, say that with me. Black people must rise and shine because our light has come. Now put your hands together real, real big. All right. All right, we out of here at 1235. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Okay. <laughs> 1235, it's a wrap. Shout it. All right. For real. <laughs> Would you agree that... <laughs> Hold on, Quay. <laughs> Would you agree that good energy is equivalent to light? As in, ye are the light of the world, as sweet black Jesus would say. Would you agree with that? Well, I postulate that good energy creates positive vibes. I said that, and I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to say it again because you didn't say nothing. Good energy creates light. It creates positive vibrations in your experience, in your life, and in your world. Let me show you what I'm talking about because you don't believe me. The other day, I conducted an informal but yet scientific experiment. I decided that I would let my light shine. I decided that I would intentionally greet everybody that I met with good energy. I, I, I decided that I would greet everyone that I encountered during the course of the whole day with good energy. I intentionally wore a countenance of care and confidence as if I knew something that they didn't know. I reflected the love of God that I was feeling on the inside. And so everywhere I 
went from the O'Reilly's to the Auto Zone, from the Auto Zone to the Home Depot, from the Home Depot to the other Home Depot, from the other Home Depot to the Goodwill, from one Goodwill to the next. I, I intentionally infused every space that I walked in with good energy, good energy. And oh, my dear sisters and my good brothers, I think I need to tell you that, that, that I have begun to see life a little differently as of late. The, the way I see things now at my age is that if you're lucky enough to be able to rise, you better take the opportunity to shine <laughs> if God gives you the power to do it. Somebody talk back to me this morning. So I think I need to share that during the course of my informal yet scientific experiment, I gleaned the following result. Out of the 25 people that I intentionally blessed with good energy, almost everyone reflected positive vibrations back to me. Sisters and brothers, science don't lie. I believe the data gleaned from my informal research proves my hypothesis that good energy creates positive vibrations approximately 96.6666% of the time. That's science. That's, that's, that's science. This is important for us and our discussion on this New Year's Day as we engage this text found in Isaiah chapter number 60, beginning at verse number one. The text says, arise, shine, arise, and shine. Why? It says, arise and shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. This sounds to me like a word from the Lord through the pen of Isaiah proclaiming black people must rise and shine because our light has come. See, see, that was a time when the light went out on us. <laughs> Uh, in the dark days wherein our enemies dominated us and brutalized us, the light of justice was extinguished by the gross corruption of white people's heinous and unjust acts. The light of humanity was blacked out by the enormity of white evil practiced against us. And the light of love was blocked by the clouds of perversion and hatred embodied by our white malefactors. We were without light in a world created out of the dark shadows of European psychopathology. There was a time when we were unable to rise because the cracker had his rusty foot on our throats. We were once in a state wherein knowledge was not easily accessible, black literacy was illegal, and all truth was distorted by the forced narrative of white supremacy into our consciousness. It was a dark time in the history of our people when we were unable to shine because the cloak of oppression that covered the brilliance of our being. We were not only hated by our enemies, but we were seduced and manipulated into hating ourselves. That, however, was then. That was then. Okay. Okay. 
this is a new day and black people must arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Yeah. That's what the Spirit showed me. The last, the last 11 chapters, uh, chapters 56 through 66 in the book of Isaiah were referred to or are referred to by many theologians as third Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 60 falls within this designation. And all those scholars argue about the specificity of the authorship of third Isaiah. They also argue about the historical location in which the words were written. They verbally joust about the social location of the people of Israel during the time of the writing of this text. Scholars engage in academic tussling over literary analysis of what was edited or redacted within the text. But the one thing that is agreed upon among scholars and theologians is that the writer of third Isaiah is writing from the perspective of a people covered in darkness because people from outside of their nation were dominating and oppressing them. They were, for whatever reason, catching the short end of the social and political stick, if you will. Oh, my dear sister and my powerful brethren, I need you to know that there once was a people who were covered in darkness. Actually, chapter 60 is part of the poetry that is found in the book of Isaiah. The theme of the poetic voice of chapter number 60 is located in chapter number 40 and verse 5 of the same book. It says, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. <laughs> this thing started making more sense to me even after I wrote it. It says, it says, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh, all flesh shall see it. And what happened was another prophetic voice follows that voice and reflects the power locked within it saying, arise shine for your light has come. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed. Right? That's what, the glory of the Lord and all flesh shall see it. Then it says, now you arise because your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen in you. You see that? Do you see that? See, 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 arise and shine. The glory of the Lord is risen on you. Mm. In a world of darkness, the writer reports that he can see a new reality breaking forth because the people are moving forward toward a new understanding of who you are in God. From the moment that you are born, you are being catechized. From the moment you are born, the world around you is teaching you how you ought to think about God and how you ought to think about yourself. And what the world did to us 
It's caused us to believe that we were born sinners and we ain't done nothing to nobody. That's insanity. But it's how we were taught to understand ourselves in relation to God. We were taught to believe that God is angry with us because of our sin. And the reality is, is that God loves us because we are sinned against. <laughs> but they couldn't tell you that because then you would be expecting your reparations. Then you would have a sense of expectation of justice. So what I got to tell you is that you are a sinner, but you just saved by grace. And grace has to be granted by someone who has authority. So they say, if, so what, in, 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 in other words, what they were conditioning us to think that if white folks are nice to you, then you have received God's grace. The word glory in this text comes from the Hebrew term kabod, which means abundance, honor, and glory. Somebody shout glory. 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 It has to do with God's presence showing up in the life of one who is able to believe. Mm -hmm. this, this presence is a source of power. It is a motivator, a life-giving spirit spirit that affirms our humanity and assures us that we can accomplish anything that we set toward as a goal. The glory is the light. The light is the knowledge of the truth and the truth makes us free to live into our potential as the mighty and the holy children of the most high God. Shout glory. I said that. I'm preaching today if I ain't never preached before in my life. It's about, it's about the glory, and I'm almost through. It's about the glory. When the glory is revealed, difficult times get a little easier to handle. Yeah, when the glory comes, we can see more clearly what the past did to us. Oh, which brings the vision of our future a little more clearly into view. When the glory comes, the weight of our burdens gets a little lighter and we can move with a lighter disposition and attitude as a people united. We can stop hating on ourselves and hating on each other because the glory has come and we can see the light and God has given us permission to shine again. Uh, arise, arise, arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has arisen upon you. It's time to get up 
Get your shit together because you can see what's going on around you now. We are no longer in the dark. We can see what's happening around us. Last year is in the past. Yesterday is past and gone. And a new horizon of possibilities is within your eyesight. Rise up and reflect the light of the Lord that is shining in the midst of us right now. Right now. Huh. I'm almost through. Verse 2 and 3 says, you know, Jackie, you know, she liked me to walk through this Bible, so I got to do, I got to gotta get through here. Verse 2 and 3 said, God, I think she's not, this nigga going to get caught up on one and it can't even get out verse 1. Verse 2 and 3 says, check this out. Check out how the way they do this. For darkness shall cover the earth. Listen, listen. And thick darkness on the people. But the Lord will arise upon you. And you know what? And I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the liberty. I'm going to X that butt out. I'm going to say, and the Lord will rise upon you and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of the dawn, your dawn. Sisters and brothers, this may be considered by some theologians as a hermeneutical stretch. But I see <laughs> but I see this text telling black people specifically that we are a great people and that we cover the earth with our talent, our culture, our technological expertise, and our intellectual capital. I hear this text proclaiming that the world comes to us because they see a brilliance in us that we can't see for or in ourselves. Pay attention. Pay attention, children. Lift up your eyes, the Bible says, and look around you. They all gather and they come to you. People come to us to learn how to walk, how to talk, how to dress, how to look, how to act, how to smell. Everybody in the world want to be like us. And once they figure out a way to approximate what we created, they claim it for themselves and act like we didn't do it in the first place. <laughs> what we do comes out of our experience and ain't nobody else experienced life like we have. Ain't nobody else been through what we've been through. Ain't nobody else seen what we've seen. Ain't nobody else been on no ship, come across a middle passage. Ain't nobody else seen they people drown overboard, eaten by sharks. Ain't nobody else experienced the kind of trauma that we've experienced. And the trauma that we've experienced and the trauma that you've experienced will allow you to be able to shine with a brilliance that no one will ever be able to cover. <laughs> I'm damn near through. Huh. Huh. I, 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 I see these 
following verses of poetry as referencing, check this out, the separation and the distance. Somebody got something playing. Turn it off. So, uh, this, these following verses I see are referencing the separation and the distance that exists between youth and elders. Look at it. Look at what it say. Because look, the reality is, is that all of us are needed to create the beloved community. We cannot make it without each other. And I'm encouraged by the B clause of verse 4 and verse 5, which says, your sons shall come from far away. So, somebody, somebody, I know, got sons that you separated from. Yeah, yeah. It says, your sons shall come from far away away and your daughters shall be carried in their nurses arms listen at me our sons our children they grow up too fast they won't listen to us and they think that they grown and the world grabs a hold to them and tear that ass up tear it up And in their shame, they distance themselves from us because they know that they are living outside of that which they were taught. But the text don't say when they're young, they won't go for it. It said when they're old, they'll come back to it. Our daughters raising children on their own Multiple children without any support. The text says, the text says that the daughters will get the support that they need. When we reach out and authentically connect with our wayward sons and provide the support and the nurture that our struggling daughters need, we will then be whole again. And then God will allow us to see clearly to be expanded, to be enlarged, to be empowered then to rejoice, to sing a whole nother song because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. No longer will we be singing, we shall overcome, but we can change our tune to rejoice how I made it over. How I made it over. The song got to change. It's a new year. We got to have a new damn song. I close with these words written by the great black thinker, scholar, and theologian, Dr. Howard Thurman, who wrote the old song of my spirit has wearied itself out. It has long ago been learned by heart so that it repeats itself over and over, bringing no added joy to my days or lift to my spirit. I will sing a new song. I must, I must learn the new song that is capable of meeting the new need. 
I must fashion new words born of the new growth in my life, my mind and my spirit. I must prepare for new melodies that have never been mine before, that all that is within me may lift my voice unto God. Thus, I may rejoice with each new day and delight my spirit in each fresh unfolding. I will sing this day a new song unto thee, O God. I'm closing here, but I need to tell somebody that black people must arise shine for we do not have an excuse any longer the light is shining and the glory of the Lord has risen in you upon you over you the light y'all is all around and rising up I said rising up is rising up on the inside of us Marcus Garvey the great ancestor and black revolutionary said up you mighty race up you mighty race and accomplish what you will up love community up brother Cedric up Reverend Knight up brother Yesse up brother Marcus up sister Helen up brother Carter up up, Sister Marguerite, up, Deacon Bryant, up, Sister Slaughter, up, Brother Craig, up, Molly and Mariah, up, below community, if we stand, there is nothing that we won't be able to accomplish, but we got to rise, somebody say rise, rise Dominica, rise, we got to get up from where we are, so rise Angie, rise, I heard Buju Bantu come behind Marcus Garvin and he said, up ye mighty race, how long must our people be a human sacrifice? Stand up and defend your rights. Up, up, up you mighty race. Up, you can accomplish what you will. Ain't God able? Let me show you God is able. One Friday, they took sweet black Jesus up on a hill. 
stretched him wide, hung him high, took his life. He died till the moon ran down in long lines of blood. He died till dead men got up out of the grave and started walking. He died till somebody said, Surely, 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 this must be the Son of God. It was dark, darker than 10,000 midnight. It was dark. They could not see their hands in front of their faces at the noonday hour. It was dark. They took Jesus down off of the cross, buried him in a tomb. It was dark. It was dark, y'all. But early Sunday morning, you know what happened. He rise. Did he rise? So yeah. 